Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, yes. A hump day version of Rabot Co. here. ESPN 680, 1057. Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell hanging out with you. Two hours of whatever this thing is. There you get Bobby V. Three hours of whatever that is. And then three hours of the round saying, I'm not at all sure what that is here on ESPN 680, 1057. No we is. go local, though. Uh, we have CL Brown sound, our guy. Friend of the show, CL Brown. What a, what a guy! I just what a free what a free space that guy is in sound. Just a free space. If you had a bingo board and you were like head pat question during a post game press conference, I need one for sure. Bang! That's CL Brown. Let's I would have picked Bozich first. Actually, my God! Ooh, oh, both, the head both of them were on oh. it yesterday. Reese Davis head pat. Reese oh. Davis. John I Crispin. Just, look, we'll talk to Gandolfo at ten twenty. I'll, I'll we'll get into the Kentucky thing. It, <laughs> We have. I don't know. I don't know if if I'm just not desensitized to it yet. But man, the head padding last night was something different. You got that CL Brown question? Let's just go. Ten oh one CL Brown. Man, I just want. The, I don't want the response at all. I just want the head padding go. Yeah, Kenny. Um, in playing a lot of these games competitively, uh, you know, down five <laughs> in the second half at Carolina, yes. within three tonight. Um, is there a point where? It almost feels like getting close is as close as you're going to get. Like, what is it going to take to kind of get over that hump and and pull these kind of games out? Oh, just a, just just fantastic stuff. Oh, you're 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 so competitive in the second half. But hey, it's a hump day edition of the show. Are you getting over that hump? Are you getting over? Look how close you guys. Zach, you are. ever had a hump you never got over? <laughs> a couple. Yeah, I married one. How about that? There you All right. Go. So the <laughs> listen, I, I Reese Davis. All the efforts there. Oh my god. I I dude. If I'm, John Crispin, the the crowd. Do, that's do a good what, crowd. What I realized last night, and it's part of this this whole thing, is I've been listening to Paul Rogers and not to the national broadcast. Last night was one of those times, Zach, where UK was on at the same time. Yeah. And I told Rummage in the back, I said, it was one of the rare occasions where I just turned the UK game off with like eight minutes left because I knew how that was going. Right. I went back, I watched the highlights of the last part of the game, but that I did not watch it live. When we get to today and I hear that sound, I hear Reese Davis last night, I hear Chrisman talking attendance. That's the, I, the people keep saying we've, we've hit rock bottom. You have not hit rock bottom. It can get worse. And I and I know no one wants to hear that. <laughs> well, maybe someone does, but the, 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 oh, this could absolutely get worse. 
It can. Is it getting worse every time the announcers try to play the sympathy card? Because that's what they're doing at, with asking these kind of questions. Kenny, I know you're in a tough situation. Oh, look how hard you guys are playing. Oh, the sky's not falling Dude, because I- the attendance is still good. Like, <laughs> you're just embarrassing everybody even further. Louie, I want positive, positive radio. radio. Some talk football crap like you have been. No talk about basketball except both our teams sucked last night. Yeah, they did. That's true. It's okay. It's okay to say. Look, the other part, and I was talking with Rubbage in the back because he was dancing, but not about the Kentucky loss. I, he was dancing about things that happened in the Northeast last night. The <laughs> it's very on, very on brand. Appreciate it very much. It's <laughs> really excited about the Celtics. Huh? Look, look, man. There are people in the world that are consistent, and then there's Steve Rummage, the most consistent person. Yes. <laughs> he's wearing Crocs. His hat's on backwards. He's dancing for Trump. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So, look, you're either the number six all-time basketball program in the country, or you're the head pet program. That's, that's Or you're Vanderbilt. Or you're Vanderbilt. <laughs> or you're Vanderbilt. You're either trying or you're Vanderbilt. And that's where we are. They are are the head pat. Oh, no, they're worse than Vanderbilt right now. Would you pick them against Vanderbilt? I wouldn't pick them against Air. There. I just, no. Maybe against Miami. (laughs) What a bum loss that was. No, Vandy has five. They're five and 13 this year. And they, and frankly, weirdly, they play in a better conference. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The SEC is better right now. Yeah, it's not close. Oh, man. I just the the head padding got to me last night. I even I even I try not to comment around games on Twitter. I just don't. I'd rather people get my opinions here, obviously. But the head padding last night it got Zach. It just it showed number one. I've been listening to Paul Rogers and not the, the TV broadcast, but also holy moly, a Reese Davis dude of all you. That's the bottom. That that is the bottom of ESPN is when Reese Davis football guy comes in calls your basketball game on the ACC network. <laughs> by the way. And and just does that. And I get it. I think, I think, I don't know. I would love to know. You know what we should do? We should ping Suzanne Bush. Used to do shows with me here. And she does a ton of stuff for ACC Network for field hockey and softball. Yeah. Is there an instruction from the ACC Network to be nice? I'm going to text her during the show. Like when it's on the conference network, are you supposed to be nice? I would. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Because I have to tell, if anyone's listening from the ACC network, Louisville fans do not think that that head padding is positive TV. They don't. Because <laughs> I, I, know I know the head padding has got to be just unbearably ridiculous at this point. And it, it just... It, you feel Duke bad Duke was enough terrible to, last yeah. night. They were terrible last night. Yes. I, <clears throat> you feel bad enough about being bad, but you don't like being reminded that you're bad and you don't want people saying, like, it's okay to be bad. Uh, look, uh, Taxter, it's so bad that a team that beat them fired their coach midseason. Yes, that's yes. You think you're at the bottom. You are not at the bottom. It can get worse. Uh, better question. Have you ever had a hump that you uh, have you ever had not had a hump that you got over? That's a good question, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a fair question. Taxter. <laughs> uh, these are non-consensual head pets. They're forced upon us. I, I think that's right on the pulse of the fan base. They don't need to hear this crap anymore. And this would be. When I hear people that I like and I respect who I know are rooting against this team, it's for that kind of stuff. They just don't want to hear that anymore. And I'm very sympathetic to that. I am. I'm very, very sympathetic to that. I almost want to play C.L. Brown again. <laughs> well, there's a doozy from Bozich. Oh, man. All right. Real quick. Text her right at 10 Appreciate this. 
Guy hangs out with the show. Very underrated part of this show is that I know I can turn it on right at 10, on the dot, and the show is always starting on time and on point. I try to have the energy right at the beginning of the show because otherwise, it's like parenting, Zach, and someday, I've. by the way, I was thinking about you the other day, which is not very comfortable for me. I was going to say, where are you going with this? Hang on. Speaking of hump day. So, you said the other day, hey, you think you're going to be a single guy, you know, this kind of stuff. You you really, it's work, not relationships that do it for you, right? This kind of thing, right? That's Fair? right. Okay. That's right. But I'm also kind of convinced you just haven't met the woman with, with whom, like, you just, you see her, you fall in love, and you're like, I want to have a baby with that person. That's also probably true. So, that's part of it, right? Okay. Sure. Well, think about that part, right? And then you have the kid. And you got to raise the kid. And you have to discipline the child from time to time, right? Sure. And you try to set up rules. Is it easier to start at zero discipline and then grow it? Or is it easier to start at 10 and move it back down to like a, like a six? The answer is to start at a 10. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I try to start this show somewhere near 10 because starting at zero is never going to build into a good show. Yeah. There you go. Little, little radio talk on the radio. How about that? Yeah. If you start with discipline at zero and then you start trying to build up, nobody respects you. That's exactly right. You can't do it. That's what Kenny Payne's going through right now. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And it's it's a he you know, I was talking to Ennis yesterday and he said, you know, that he that Kenny really believes he was gonna come and be the first head coach, good job, good guy, excuse me, you know, good cop, if you will. You can't do that. And it's it's just not something you can do. If you wanna be a head coach, you you have to be willing to piss people off. Yeah. If you wanna make three and a half million dollars, by the way, you have to be willing to hurt people's feelings. You have to be willing to piss people off. And you have to make very difficult, unpleasant decisions. And that's people on your team. That's people on your staff. It's people. By the that way, that's you. not just in sports. If no? you make three and a half million dollars doing anything, you are going to step on somebody at some point. Hey, Kenny, go step on somebody. <laughs> you can't do that Hurt now. Someone's feelings. And you're right. He can't do it now. You can't. Now he would just be you a. You can't start that way. And you then start with that platitudes. Guy. Platitudes work if you're 20 and 0. They don't work when you're six and 13. They don't. The platitudes fail. That's where we are. If he tried to be a hard ass now, no one would respect it. By the way, just just for reference, Zan Payne plays 17 minutes over the weekend. He plays three yesterday. Did attempt a three-pointer. Yeah, about that. How about that? <laughs> no fouls for Zan this game. Hey, improvement. Hope he's all right. <laughs> I do agree with people that say we, maybe we shouldn't go after Zan. This is on his dad. Nothing. It's fair to It's unfair to attack the kid. Don't lump him into it. I don't know, man. He's pretty out of shape. Yeah, he's not in shape, that's for sure. Uh, attendance announced at 12-6 last night. What do you think attendance probably was? I'm going to go... Nine. I'm going to go like uh, 8,200. I'd take the Duke bump, got him into nine. Yeah, yeah, a lot of blue in that stadium last night. Blue got in. <laughs> oh, no, the, back the blue. <laughs> that's a different blue, but I'll take it. Back the blue. Oh, man, again, Gandolfo at about 10. We'll keep going on that. I'll get, Look, just real quick. Play the Bozich, by the way. I need to hear this. Do you want to hear that? Yeah. Uh, actually, you don't have to be Bob Knight to, you know, you, but you can't be Barty Fife. No, that's right. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to throw a chair or choke somebody. <laughs> you don't have to do those things. You just got to step on somebody, man. It's just part of the damn deal. It just is. Go ahead, play it. You talked about you're playing really good offense, sharing the ball, doing the things you need to do, and then somebody takes three dribbles and shoots the ball. Is that just guys – immaturity or um, not being experienced or, or, or trying to be heroes or what do you think it is? Probably. Oh, 
Oh, it's the player's fault. (laughs) Always the player's fault. (laughs) If you're Kenny Payne, by the way, if you are Kenny Payne, and it's true that you have insulated yourself and the only outside of the program that you hear about is from that. From C.L. Brown and from Rick Bozich. C.L. Brown asking, is the hump just too big? Yeah. Could be a good problem too, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a problem. (laughs) And then you got Bozich. Why are the players crappy? Carry that that water, Bozich. Carry that water. I mean, how much water are we up to? I mean, it's raining quite a bit these last few days. Like, I, that's still less Bozich than the water. water? This is Bozich water. How about that? <laughs> no, it hasn't rained enough for the bo- water that Bozich yeah, no, is No, you're right. You're right. It hasn't. It would have to be. I, I Dude, I. If they're listening, I don't care. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I carry water like that. And, and you know what? I, look, you know what's going to happen, too, is, is just, I mean, with. With both of the games last night, and, and I said it to Rummage in the back about Kentucky, last night was bad, and there are two things that happened that I think are really bad in the game last night. But at this, in the same way, it's a weird thing about sport. When something happens, it can domino into it happening to other people. And, and in this case with Kentucky, we have seen essentially every top team in college basketball play a game like this, or two, yeah, or three. Yeah, multiple games. Okay. And so it, part of me is like, I'm not going to overreact to it. But part of me saw two things last night. One of them coaching, that is the thing that if you wanted to be like, oh, crap, we're in trouble, that's the thing you could be upset about. And so, yes, we're going to talk about that with Mike. Yeah, we said yesterday, that's kind of the blueprint for if this team's going to lose in the second round again, it's going to look like that. Last night is it. That's right. And it is it is its own thing. I mean, they they unfortunately last night defensively looked like last year's team. Or two years ago, team, mm-hmm. and that's not that's not how they've been playing. When they when they, ch- but at the same time, you give up seventy nine, you win. Correct. So I, I'm way I'm way more on the offense than I am on the defense last night because if they hold a team under eighty this year, they should win. Yes, that, I think that's a pretty straightforward thing for them, uh, even on the road, even in conference, even when we've seen it with other teams. I, I just don't I don't know. But the head padding got to me last night, man. Couldn't do it. <laughs> just a remarkable. A remarkable sort of thing here. Um, texture. <laughs> There's a stinging sensation joke about about a hump that I'm not going to read the full text, but it's a good text. Um, um, I, I'm not one to get a texture. I'm not one to go after journalists, but come on, guys, have some dignity. I, I, I hear you, man. Um, that is for the other show. Um, yeah, how about... Uh, we'll, get into, we'll get into some UK stuff with Mike. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to crack that conversation totally until we get Mike on the phone because I, I want I want Mike to kind of lead that conversation because I saw two things I want to make sure that I'm I you know not, not that Mike also saw them but you know just in general just have that conversation about Big Z and about the defense I, I think the offense though like you mentioned 62 points for this team is abysmal is the right word but it's 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 something in that neighborhood they've got to score more than 62 points in a game it's just not acceptable they and they do. just the only thing about last night, and I don't know if anyone else had this moment, why did Reed Shepard play 15 minutes? Yeah. And I know he didn't play well, for, by his standard, I should say, by the way. <laughs> but, I mean, Dillingham's lighting it up and he gets 26 minutes. He should. But when is Dillingham his best? He's, he should be on 
the floor with Reed Shepard. That's when he plays his best basketball. So yeah. I just, I don't know. Oh, we talked uh, about that. Wagner, last Wagner night. was way off his game last night. Yeah. DJ, uh, J- by the way, Justin Edwards looked like Scal last night. He looked like Scalabissier last night. He played 23 minutes, and if you combine all of his stats, including personal fouls, they add up to seven. That is points, fouls, turnovers, and rebounds. Seven in 23 minutes. That's saying pain stuff, dude. That's bad. And Edwards is going to be the odd man out if they figure this out. The issue for Cal is what is what Dan always talked about. Is that next recruiting class, if there's a Justin Edwards in it, someone's going to go, don't go there. Justin Edwards ended up on the bench. But in the same way that it's been good for Dillingham and Shepard to come off the bench, why can't it be good for Justin Edwards? We'll ask Mike in about five minutes. I don't know, man. With that stuff, at some point we have to admit that Edwards is is not the dude. And I get it. I get lots of texts from people. I get DMs, whatever. Dude, I've been there. He looks great on the court. It's just not working yet. When when does yet become we got to cut this off? Mm-hmm. When does it turn into that for UK basketball? I don't know the answer to that. But 23 minutes for him and 15 for Reed Shepard last night just doesn't make sense. No. It just doesn't. And I, and I will pick Mike's brain about it uh, in a minute here. But I just, it is, it was one of those efforts where, gosh, which game was it? Oh, it was Miami. When they played Miami at home and the the rhythm of the substitutions and who Cal had on the floor was near perfect. They did the same thing against UNC. Whatever happened in those two games completely went away last night. And there is one variable from that game to this one that's different, and his name is Von Amiri Visich. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying at all that long-term it's going to be a failure, but I did wonder going into this, do you need that guy? And I understand. I mean, honestly, last night, would you have rather had Ivisic for his minutes or Ananyanso on defense? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's about a while. But I have to say at this point, wouldn't you rather have a Duthiero than whatever Zvonimir did last night? Yes. I think you would. And that injury, boy, we're not getting a lot of updates on that. We'll talk to Ben tomorrow. But I, I just, you start to wonder with how badly Edwards doesn't fit this system. He got a, he got a, an offensive foul last night. He didn't know where he was. You know how many shots Edwards took last night? One, right? Yeah, in 23 minutes. You didn't know he was out there. That's supposed to be a top 10 NBA draft pick. Yeah. Took one shot in 23 minutes. And he'll probably be a great NBA player because there's a history of guys I, that I agree are with that. at Kentucky that get yeah. unlocked once they go to the NBA. But it's not happening for whatever reason. Uh, texture, by by contrast, and this is a great point, uh, Jordan Cornette eviscerated Michigan and Juwan Howard on Peacock following the beatdown by Peru, yes, Purdue. Yes, I. I it is a. That's why I want to ask Suzanne that question. If you're on ACC Network, is it your job to be nice? If you are doing the Notre Dame games on NBC, is it your job to be nice to Notre Dame? Well, Peacock does Big Ten games, and they still go after their people I, when they I, need to. I think Jordan Cornette is in the right to do that. I do think the SEC Network, Paul Feinbaum, will go after people if need be. I mean, Wagner, 30 minutes went 2 of 10. I, this, is, this is it, man. Reeves disappeared, too. Now, the, part of this is, and I'll, we'll ask Mike, was this just one of those nights? And whatever you did wasn't going to matter. It felt like it. I, think, I mean, it sure felt like it. I think what we saw was teams in the first half, they're going to try and take away Reeves because he's the key to their offense. It's not Dillingham. It's not Shepard. It's, it's Reeves. If yeah. you slow him down, you slow them down. Yeah, Texter, I think I, I agree we need to sit Edwards until he figures out uh, figures it out or we, we find him a new role. The interesting thing about Edwards is you don't have to change his minutes that drastically to bring him off the bench. It's just that that starting thing. And we talked about it yesterday. 
10, 11, 12 minutes, and then he gets to 23 last night, and he... He, we thought he'd play he less than 10 yesterday. He gets the ball. Yesterday. He looks like the, the nine-year-olds on my son's basketball team who don't want to shoot because it's a 10-foot rim and it's it's scary. <laughs> I mean, it really does. I mean, uh, I mean, Texter, Big Z looked like the, the lanky, weak foreign kid that BBN makes fun of on other teams. Uh, he did. He looked a, a type of way yesterday. There's, there's 27 minutes of game film on him now. There wasn't going into the Georgia game. They had no chance to prep for him. Take that as you will. Take a break here. We'll talk to Mike Gandolfo next. Reminder, high school hour tonight at 6 after our local programming. And then at 7 on 93.9, we'll have Louisville Sports Live. Make sure you are tuned in for that. Uh, Zach, you on Louisville Sports Live tonight? I sure am. How about that? little uh, left guard talk uh, on Louisville Sports Live since there's no basketball to talk about. Uh, which coach do you think Ethan Moore will talk about tonight? Ooh. <laughs> you know what you should bring up? Brady Brown. Here's what. <laughs> you know what you should bring up on the basketball front for, bo- for jobs? Yeah. Arizona just fired their athletic director. Right after he hired the football coach. And cannot get an extension together for Tommy Lloyd. Yeah. How about that? Mm. There you go. Get Ethan Moore all all bricked up. How about that? Mike Gandolfo next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Hi, welcome back in. I am Louis Rabo at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680. And of course, your boy ZC on Twitter as well. Reminder to uh, the Jeff Walls show will be on uh, Friday night at 7 on 939. Uh, your home for all things. Louisville, and there'll be a parlor in J-Town. And, of course, Saturday is the next Kentucky basketball game. Post-game show will be that evening, probably around 9.15. Gandolfo and Zach Cantrell got you for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show here on 680-1057. The Fish and Wildlife folks, they remind you to check out their website. Get in on that 2024 elk draw today. Mike Gandolfo joins us now here on the show uh, as part of our um, as part of our, our post-game shows. Mike, do you like the animated version of you? Well, I didn't really get – that whole thing was a total mess. I was really hoping that we could stream yesterday, and we're trying to get all this stuff done at the 11th hour. It didn't work out the way we wanted to. So I do like the animated picture that Silphro made. I don't know what app he used, but it was, it was kind of cool, you know. So, uh, yeah, but we will get this thing figured out so that at some point we are streaming the the show and, uh, and interacting with callers and – uh, interacting with people online because I think that's really where the future of these call-in shows are. When I think of competence, I think of Justin Sofro. So no, you'll be you'll be. Well, in a great it time. wasn't Sofro's fault. <laughs> I, I brought. I just want to clear. I grabbed the wrong cord. Oh, you no. know how I've got oh, a large G. collection of electronics and cords <laughs> and whatever else, and I had a setup that I thought would work, and it didn't work. And now I just need to 
adjust my setup a little bit differently so that it'll work next time and it will we'll have it all figured out you can find mike so. at big mike gandolfo on twitter as well he's part of a show named the horse racing happy hour uh from derby Sometimes. week until the preakness um that's his uh, contribution uh to the happy hour <laughs> you, are so, you uh, missing me is that what's going on are you missing me we have so much we could talk about today by the way like it's, it's insane oh I, our interview with shervy yesterday got picked up by like four different published it like like written outlets yesterday actually so no no it's 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 a yeah no it's a whole thing um no i don't miss you on the show actually i like doing it myself um but it's fun to make those jokes still um so okay all right well (laughs) i'll see you thursday because we're starting the pegasus shows and this is when you come back all right so um usually you (laughs) uh what happened last night mike uh well i mean i went home had a little dinner uh and threw it all up you know, the first half, I threw it up oh, in my mouth. you should have. second half, I just full of threw terrible. up everywhere. No. I mean, I honestly, like, I think that coaches – this is what happens in conference play, right? Coaches start paying attention to the little things that everyone's trying and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And you've got one coach on staff who's committed to doing the scout for, uh, you know, these teams. And, and – for sure, and I think honestly, I think one of the things led with with what one of the things that Kenny Payne did. I mean, from the physicality standpoint, that was a piece that became very evident how to be physical with them. And then I think South Carolina just took it a little bit further. And uh, one of the things they did is like, hey, uh, Antonio Reeves has been this hugely consistent contributor who is. Uh, been really the the backbone of this team because you like. You wake up, he's got 20 points, and then all the other guys can kind of just play off him. When they shut down Antonio Reeves in the first half, no one else could really get going except for Dillingham. And then I think what we learned last night is Dillingham's a great player, and he's the one guy who's going to thrive in that ISO situation because the other thing that South Carolina did is they made Kentucky into – uh, get away from where they were a bunch of passers and try to turn them into a bunch of one-to-one play. And that only benefits Rob Dillingham, and it's not going to be enough to get you to win um, in, in March. By he, Rob Dillingham's not carrying a team by himself. So that is that was the biggest thing that I saw is that, you know, physical, especially with the bigs, they don't want to play physical, but they were physical with the guards. They, they shut down Reeves, um, didn't let him get going, and part of that kind of plays into that whole thing because as good as a one-on-one player as Dillingham is, it's probably as dependent off the pass and off the movement of offensive movement is Antonio Reeves. And so that that adjustment right there of just saying, hey, you know what? You drive. Uh, we're going to take away all your passing options. We might put a little pressure on you as you go to finish. And uh, that was, that's probably making the mistake. Uh, but <laughs> – there's all kinds of things. Anyway, to me, that's that's basically what happened, and it was a it was a great business, uh, a great game plan. Cal is not a good half court coach. If this is news to you, then uh, you know I don't know where you've been. Cal is not a good defensive coach, and you know, and then that this was the recipe of success. And I do feel like, you know, some people are going to say, well, it's one game. Uh, I think I think the game plan has been the game plan of how to beat this team has now been exposed, and I'm. Um, it's going to be a very interesting next four weeks for sure. Mike Andoffel with us. He's part of our uh, coverage on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame shows here at ESPN 680 105.7. Um, we're, okay, so game plan is in place according to Mike Andoffel. I, I actually don't disagree with you. 
How much of this, though, you're watching it last night and you just go, man, I've watched every other good team in this country do this at some point this season. Um, is it just that kind of year in college basketball, or was this more alarming than that? Is it that kind of year in college basketball where every team's got a flaw and other teams can exploit it? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably true. I think we got a lot of really, really good teams. I agree. You know, I don't know if we have a, if we have any great teams. You know, uh, in some ways, this is a, it's going to be a great college basketball season. It's going to be a great tournament because we got a, a lot of just depth. You know. But is the '91 UNLV team showing up no, no, out there? Yeah. No, or is the '90? You know, I, I'm starting to hear some comparisons to this team to the '96 Kentucky team. So uh, that means you were not born before 2000, <laughs> because no, no one would ever do that. Uh, that's like comparing, you know, some of these players today to Michael Jordan, and you never really saw Michael Jordan play. Um, I, I think at the same time, like we got, we got some really solid teams, and uh, but from the standpoint of like, okay, this happens every once in a while. And, yeah, it does happen every once in a while, but you can't take this loss and the UNC Wilmington loss. You know, does yep, one of those I happen agree. in a season? Yeah. Both of them? No. That, this is, you know, this is a little bit more sustained. Like, the other thing that I'm kind of noticing, and maybe this is, you know, the doldrum of, of January, which is a real thing because basketball season's long. Yes, it is. This team, besides what happened with Big Z over the weekend – um, and it was only when Big Z was in the game, this team doesn't look like they're having nearly as much fun as they did. Right? I mean, they were having a lot of fun in December. And now it's getting a little tougher. It's You got to go home. It's getting drug out a little bit more. You're in conference play. You know, it, but it's it's it just does not seem like the enjoyment level uh, of that they were playing with is there. And I think this team needs that, you know? I agree with you. Um, they did not look like they were having fun last night. To be fair, they got their heads kicked in for most of the game, so I'm sure that contributed. Um, look, they go to Arkansas on Saturday, and yeah, can can they rec- can they is this a reclamation possibility on Saturday? Can they can they come back in your mind a bit on Saturday? I mean, they definitely can come back. I mean, I remember. Uh, last year's team last year? going to Arkansas and putting on that show, and I was like, oh my gosh, right, this team actually might be starting to have it all kind of come together. And this team is definitely – this Arkansas team is nowhere close to what our, last year's Arkansas team is. Uh, this, this Arkansas team only has one SEC win. However, that one SEC win is against Texas A&M who beat Kentucky. <laughs> yes, so, <right>. yep. <laughs> um, right. can they go down there and can Arkansas can, – is Musselman a good enough coach to exploit the exact same things that South Carolina threw out there and make it a, a long night for Kentucky? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, do I expect for that to happen? No. I do think Kentucky is going to come back and um, – now, you know, is there going to be some sort of tweak or is there going to be uh, whatever coach speak that Cal puts out there? I have, I, I don't know. I mean, we won't know that until after the game and they actually play well because I'm sure that he'll take credit for whatever coaching adjustment that he brilliantly made. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm banking on uh, Calipari making a significant adjustment to save this season, um, I think we're probably looking at a team that goes back to, you know, Maybe they get to the second weekend, but they're not going to the they're not going to the final four. They're not going to the national championship. I am of the opinion that if this Kentucky team holds a team under eighty, they should lose. They should win. Um, yeah. Was last night more about the offense than it was about the defense? Absolutely, um, defense was still not good. So I don't want to give the defense a pass. I hear you, uh, but it has more to do with uh, South Carolina didn't play well either. You know, mm. uh, and that's the that's the reality of the situation. 
So you got South Carolina not playing well. Um, although they shot the ball, like I can't remember what it was. I don't know the stats in front of me. Like, but it was like forty-eight percent or something like that. And, um, you're, but you're not wrong. I mean, maybe we move that number to seventy-five. Uh, uh, or no, eighty's probably about right. And uh, they, they should not have a. Uh, they score eighty points. They should be able to defend well enough with the athleticism that they have to keep the other team under eighty. Any part of this last but, night that they're not used to a V-Siege? Any chance that last night, unlike Georgia, who had no time to prep for a V-Siege, there was a little prep on South Carolina's side. They had about 17 minutes of game tape on him. Any chance that that caught up with them last night? No. I mean, I think you know Cinderella shoes just got a little tarnished. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that you wouldn't, wouldn't adjust uh, from a V-Siege more than making sure that you're not giving him wide open looks at three, you know, uh, and he, he hit some tough threes. I don't want to cheapen that. Uh, you probably just were a little bit more aware of what he can do as a shooter. Uh, but what we are seeing, and this is playing out too, is the dude's not a threat around the basket, right? I mean, this is not someone who, honestly, we never should even, and in, 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 in traditional European basketball the pros, no one would ever consider him a post player. He's not a post player. So he's a shot blocker. Right. But he's, he needs to be playing facing the rim and uh, not with his back to the basket at all and, uh, you know, and using those skills because he can handle the ball, right? I mean, he's got, he had that spin move that he, he missed the dunk on against Georgia. Uh, he's, his future is going to be facing the basket, not with his back to the basket. Um, so um, I don't even know if it's, to the point now where we shouldn't even like lump him in with the Brashaw Onyenzo conversation and that rotation because I, I don't think he should be playing that spot. Um, what would you do about Justin Edwards? So you know, to me, it's it's more of a mental thing than an ability thing, and we talked about this last night because the guy is just playing. He's so he's he just disappears. Like you don't even know he's on the court. You know, you could, if you could probably have him on the court for maybe like a five-minute stretch. You could turn off the TV and say, okay, tell me who are the five guys that can tell you he's on the floor. And you wouldn't be sure if he's on the floor or not. And that means he's going to the floor and he's hiding. You know, and you see it at some high levels, especially players like to go to the corner and they like to hide and they don't leave the corner. But if something clicks with him and he decides that he wants to go get it and go after it, I think he can be, still be salvaged. Um, but I don't think you can – at this point, you can't just say, okay, I'm hoping you figure it out. I think you're going to have to – you're going to have to sit the guy and see if he's like, hey, if you want to go – if you want to start, then you need to go – you need to go into beast mode. And by the way, go into beast mode with a lot of energy and whatever else and make some mistakes right. that are – Right, Where the effort is superior, and it's going to be forgiven. I I, I think you're totally right that it's it's – pretty obviously mental right at this point for him because you can see the ability it's not a question of seeing the ability it's a question of whether he translated on the court he's not doing it right i mean it's pretty simple is he i mean i i've, I've said this name several times the last couple of days is he getting to scalabissier bad uh is still getting paid to play basketball by the way uh, no no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. hang on hang on hang on don't do that to me I think Justin Edwards is going to have a long NBA career because he's a player at Kentucky that doesn't work in the Kentucky system, and then those guys get to the NBA, and they're great. I want to be clear. I think he's fine long-term, but for this season, is he scal for, for Kentucky basketball? 
Um, you know, scouts are totally different positions for me. So then the one that I like better, the analogy I, I think that sure. actually works, um, is, uh, is Chris Livingston. You know, uh, and that was last year, right? I mean, we saw we saw Chris. Now, Chris Livingston was not as highly still a five star guy, though, right? I mean, he was he was a, a guy that people came in and thought he was. I gonna, think he was the know, last ranked five star in the class last year, if that makes sense. Like the lowest five. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, right. the number one overall. Like Scout was right, and or and at least a consensus top three uh, guy, uh, but. Uh, a lot of it reminds me, I think, of but Chris. Even Chris Livingston put out a little bit more effort than what we're seeing. I agree with that. Um, out of Justin Edwards, so it, it's a combination, probably, of the, of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Some good text. People are pretty upset with Big Z on defense coming down the text line a lot, frankly, which is well, interesting. European. So, I mean, I, what, do, what I, are we expecting? Like, I know. I know. I, I just gonna, I, he'll block shots. That's about it. I'll let you out of here on this. Do you think the addition of Big Z long term will be a positive or negative for this team? I think it's a positive. I was and I wasn't sure about that up front, and, I, and you know, after watching what he can do, um, and he surprised me by how, how well he can move because I thought he would slow them down. And um, he is so efficient, especially. And this is the one place where they do kind of need him around the basket, you know, as a shot blocker. But and you notice against Georgia when he got rebounds. He could clear space with one dribble and go from under the basket to almost the three-point line and lead the break with a great outlet pass. And so I think he can make them way better on the transition side. Okay. Uh, and then we know that they need help rebounding, right? So that's, yep. um, I think he's a net positive. All right. By the uh, way, oh, go ahead. I know you're going to let me out. I'm, I, I'm not so confident in my 49ers this weekend. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, so people don't, don't know. If people don't know, so this is this has been the incredible thing about the Lions run the last couple of weeks, Mike. They go to Dallas, I have okay. to deal with rummage. They play the Bucks, I have to deal with Ennis, and now they play the 49ers and I have to deal with you. Uh, you got Maven on your side? I do have yeah. Maven on my side. He and I are the are the um just the like just the the look and nod fans together. Like we don't have to say anything, it's just, you know, just nodding. All right, beat the beat the Bucks, go. Let's go see what happens in the Bay Area. There you go. <laughs> I just, I, I'm with you. I actually did play. you. I, I picked the the Packers to cover this last weekend just because of more because of Jordan Love and the Packers what they were doing. But um, I, I'm with you. I, I think I think the Lions can win the game. I think Zach and I were talking. I think they can win at 30 percent. About if they play the game 10 times in San Francisco, Lions win three of them. If Debo Samuel doesn't play, I think that number's closer to 50-50. Okay. Well, there you go. Right. Because he, I, he is the key to their offense, man. He opens up everything and. Um, and I, if he's not playing and, and it's still in doubt, you know, he, it's going to be, it could be a long day for the 49ers for sure. So there you go. Uh, what do you expect on Saturday? What do you expect on Saturday for Kentucky? Uh, I'm going to say they win, but don't cover. Got it. All right. Well, he's Mike Gandolfo at Big Mike Gandolfo on Twitter. Find him on our Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game shows as well after all UK football and basketball games. Mike, uh, good job, and, and, and congrats on, on the, the Eclipse votes. Who did you have for Horse of the Year, by the way? Uh, I I went up going with Cody's Wish. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I, it mo- mostly you know with Cody dying and stuff like that right after the Breeders' yeah. Cup. And um, and it's, what Cody's Wish did this year was not easy to do, um, but we had a lot of horses that kind of did things like that. So yep. 
uh, I did get ended up going with Cody's wish. There you go. All right, Mike Gandolfo, uh, yeah. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife right. Postscript Shows. Talk to you soon, Mike. All right, but yeah. there you go, Mike Gandolfo. How about that? We'll do Bologna or Salami at eleven. Um, so that's uh, that's happening. You excited about Bologna or Salami today? Yeah, it's positive radio. Of course, I'm excited about Bologna or Salami. Most oh. of it's positive. Inter yeah. Chicago showed up. That's nice. He must be on Central Time. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets here at like 10. See, that's what always trips me up. If I ever go into Central Time, like they'll be like, oh, it's 9 o'clock. No, it's actually 10 o'clock as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) My body says it's 10. Yes, exactly. Uh, Speaking... Uh, there's no good transition here. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. Man, they're bringing you an offer. It's going to make your playoffs electrifying. New customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any game. Get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You've got those conference championship games. You've got the basketball all weekend. Tons of great options there. Everyone will get a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So dr- download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code W-H-B-E. New customers, bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings on their sportsbook with code W-H-B-E. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER18+. plus. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in is required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. It is day two of Baffert Barnwatch. We do it next here. He has been 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Here's Louis Rabot. All right, back at it. Quick segment here to wrap up the hour on Rabot and Co. Bobby V at noon, roundtable, 3 o'clock. We go local 7 to 6 every weekday here on ESPN Louisville. Hang out with us here on 680-1057. Bologna or Salami at 11 for us. Uh, plenty to get into on the promo sheet. Tons of good stuff going on here uh, this week. Back in action Saturday are the Cards noon game, and they're hosting Virginia. So we'll start bright and early, 1030 on 93.9. Victory formation show, I imagine, will move up. A little bit of time there. I would uh, think so. For our guy Jeff Lightsey and James Black, of course, over on 93.9. So they'll probably either start at 9 or 9.30, something like that, get you ready for the pregame show ahead of the Virginia game. Um, Just a team that Louisville never beats. It doesn't matter who the coach is. It's just one of those teams. Yeah. Uh, So unfortunately, uh, probably looking at uh, another loss there for Louisville basketball on Saturday. That would be, by the way, the funniest one if they could win that game. Yeah. (laughs) Like all the great coaches here couldn't get it done. And then then Kenny Payne says, well, we had to uh, shoot the ball 
in the hoop and get over the hump. <laughs> we over the hump yet? We doing it? I don't think we're, I don't over, think the we're over the hump yet. How many points does Louisville score against Virginia? <laughs> wow, what is the team over under? 48? That sounds about right. 51? I don't think they've like come that. out with it yet. Oh, no, no, no. They haven't. But, I mean, like, you know, yeah, they can't I even could... get to 70 against Duke. Duke. Duke was trash last night. Yeah. They were trash. And they looked terrible. Uh, somebody pointed out in the text line, uh, Mike James clapping in Proctor's face. And then Proctor's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Bang. Yeah, no, it's not good. Uh, texts are asking, did you uh, did you hear the dating with Katie segment? I didn't today. You, me, and Rummage were talking uh, Nikki Haley, so That's I missed right. it. Uh, where she said a client broke up with someone for not knowing who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are, LOL. That's I did not hear reason. that. Is that a good reason? Yes, it is. Are you aware of the guy on on Instagram who, uh, I think we brought this up recently, actually, uh, There I Ruined It? Yeah. Who does the songs? And he did the uh, the cover. Can you look up the Chili Peppers cover on his thing? Because it's just like every other line ends with California. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a hot dog out of California. Like, it's just like, and all of it is just that song over and over and over again. So, yeah. Man, it's, uh, man, it's so good. Um, I didn't know they were from California. It's like people that are from Texas, they'll just tell you they are. Oh. <sighs> There's so many hump jokes on the text line. I love you people. I love hump jokes. Yeah, I love you people. Four three seven nine six eight EV job sex line. I, I just man Too bad I, that we're not going to break because that would have been a hell of a time for more humping next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. It is just so good. I, I really you know, man. All right. Uh, a couple of things. Uh here's why Michael Jordan is still the GOAT. And I don't think anybody needs uh, reassurance that he's still the GOAT. This story I put on the text line, Zach, or on the text line, excuse me, on the uh, on the show sheet, is about the Paris soccer team, Paris Saint-Germain, pretty famous. Uh, Mbappe plays there. Right. Uh, Neymar was just there, et cetera. And they are sponsored by Jordan Brand. If you wanted to know, you know, and the other day I talked about I talked about Mbappe because he was talking about potential for load management in soccer, right? Having to play that many games and et cetera, et cetera. And they've got the New Jersey's out and they are they are Jordan brand. And one of my favorite things to say, and by the way, you should you should pick this up, Zach, is if you want to make fun of <laughs> so much hope, dude. It's great. <laughs> if you wanted to make fun of Michigan, you could be like, yo, your football team has a basketball player on their jerseys and he didn't go to your school. That's right. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> okay, good. You should. Of course. <laughs> it's not it's not I don't understand it. If you are, if you're, it would be like Duke getting Jumpman jerseys. Oh, they couldn't do it. Wouldn't that be great? Jordan just slides in on the Duke, yeah. on the Duke deal, just outbids them. Like Nike comes in, they're like, Adidas is like, we'll give you twenty million a year. They're like, awesome. Jordan Brand's like, we'll give you fifty, and like force them to say no. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. But they are the they are the jersey supplier for Paris Saint Germain is Jordan Brand. Dude, the, the guy's the GOAT. LeBron will never have his logo on a soccer jersey. That'll never happen because, number one, LeBron doesn't have a logo. Isn't it weird that he doesn't have a logo? That's kind of odd that LeBron doesn't have a logo. Because, like, TB12 thing. He, it's, kind, he it's does a little bit. Stupid. But, not, yeah. but TB12 exists and these kinds of logos and that kind of stuff. But, like, wait, there's PSG Jordan shoes? What? That wasn't in this article. See, these are the, this is what the text line is for. Humping in this. You understand me? Yeah. <laughs> the best. <laughs> so this is PSG Jordan 
There it is. All right, those are kind of hard. Yeah, those are nice. Huh, how about that? I went to, so in 1998, I lived in Paris for the summer. And I went to a bunch of PSG matches. And it is the least safe place that you can be in France. Of course. <laughs> Soccer games are out of, just out of control, man. Good God. They would, they would scream. And I wonder if I could do this in French and get away with it with the FCC. But um, they would scream obscenities about their rival while they were playing a team that was not their rival. And like violently talking about not a good version of hump day let's put it that way yeah yeah no it was like it was i was gonna say we terrifying talk, place we yes. talk about not arrivals around here but never to that level how much do you think air jordan psgs are going for online if you just had to guess Ooh, a couple hundred because they're the retros by the way so these are retro oh that's yeah, yeah. probably in the thousands then. you i mean they're they're consistently between 350 and 450 online really yeah Instead of jump man, it's hump man shoes. Hump man, hump man. <laughs> I need a sponsor for Wednesdays now. That's about humping, like like Cirillas or something. Well, that's what we. You do. remember the old SNL skits, and they would do feminine hygiene products as their sponsors. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Texter texting this in to me personally about who the Lions are. I would love to do this right now. You, we got five minutes. Let's do it right now. Let's do it. Jared Stillman was on with. With Diener this morning, do you know what he said about the Lions? No. He said the same thing I said to you yesterday, which was their window is this year. Because they're going to lose their coordinators. And I think this isn't a, we built a roster and it's going to move forward like this. I think they got lucky with a bunch of guys. So like Jalen Reeves maybe it's on a one-year deal for like 850 Do you think he's going to cost 850 next year? No. No chance, right? No. So he's going to take the salary of three dudes. Right? Is Jake is is that guy worth three salaries? Not trying to pick on him. He's been playing great, but is he worth three salaries when you're trying to win a Super Bowl? Probably not. Right? That kind of stuff over and over. How much are they going to have to pay Jared Goff at the next contract negotiation? Yeah, sixty billion dollars a year, like every other quarterback in the league. I don't league? think they're going to. They're going to draft the future. Uh, they got Hendon, whatever his name is, on the on the roster already. So yeah, I mean, they might just go oh uh, Hendon Hooker. Yeah. So here's the text. And, and so literally. Jared Stillman comes out and says the same thing I said yesterday. And I totally agree with it, by the way. It's interesting to hear Mike talk about it that way, by the way. Texter, the Lions of the Bengals from two years ago. Three seed, 31 years without a playoff win. First game down, uh, first game came down to the last play. Won an easy game against an overrated division champ in the divisional round. It is playing a juggernaut at their place in the conference championship game. Lions 23-20 this weekend, but the Chiefs beat them in the Super Bowl. Sorry, bud. I made that comparison a couple weeks ago. I'll take all of that. I will take all of that. Yeah. But give me the heartbreak in the Super Bowl. Give me give me the moment where I get to be in my living room watching that game, telling my kids to shut up on my knees, pissed off that the Lions blew the Super Bowl. Yeah. Give me that moment. Mad at Patrick Mahomes like every other team in the in the in the league. Give me that moment. I I will take that today. Did I not make that comparison right after a couple weeks ago? After they won the Rams game, I said, no, that's the same thing. They finally ended the drought. Now they might loosen up a little bit. But you want to be the Bengals because the Bengals are still good. They went to the AFC Championship game again last year. I would love to have the Bengals' success of the last couple years, yes, and be relevant in the last week of the year. So if you're saying the Lions' window is this year, but you're comparing them to the Bengals, the Bengals' window is still open. Uh, As long as Burrow's healthy. Great point by you. I I hope hope the Texter's right. I hope they lose. I... I, I right today you're offering me a loss by three in the Super Bowl. I will take it. Of course, I will take it. They've never been in the Super Bowl. Correct. You get two That's weeks it. where the entire world is. They beat San Francisco line. this weekend. Also, 
Oh boy. <laughs> All I saw the text line. I'm like, I wish someday I'll take a picture of this so people know what my world looks like when I do this. Someone sent in, oh God, I'm not sure if this is real or not. It just sent sent in, sent an image, and I can't see it yet because I haven't clicked on it. So don't don't do that for to me yet. But what a great way to, for me to see a text. Of course, <laughs> your intrigue level goes up a million. By the way, already got a text about marketing Hump Day Wednesdays. Are you ready? Yeah. From our guy Michael Columbus at the Blind Squirrel for Wednesdays. Blind Squirrel finds a nut Wednesdays. Oh, Look, listen to me. Listen to me, people. When things write themselves, they write themselves. You understand me? That's fantastic. We have a winner. We do have a winner. Cost money though, Michael. I don't know. I don't know if 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 there's money. I was told there'd be no math. I mean, I guess as long as there's nachos. Have you been out there yet? Never been. I was gonna say it's a bit from your place. We'll have to get you out there. We'll do. I know we'll do a remote there at some point around horse racing. So you uh, you know at that day I'll just. We'll make, you know, by then intern Chicago know how to run the board or whatever. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll get we'll somebody, have somebody there, so. do it. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, <laughs> all right, now now the lines text are coming. Let's get into this, and then we'll do below to your salami. Uh, Texter, let's get into what this image is. Uh, come on, computer, we can do this. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a the LeBron James logo. Oh, man. Um, yeah, LeBron has a logo. It's just not that well-known. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy online who has the two-leg parlay of Michigan winning the title and the Lions winning the Super Bowl. Um, it was a $63 bet. It'll pay 18 G's if it comes through. So um, I do think that's a real bet, actually. And I, I, by the way, I bet a thousand guys did that in, in Michigan, right? I mean, for sure. Texter said the Lions win the Super Bowl. The postgame show will be about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Texter, I won a Lions uh, Bengals Super Bowl in two years. That might bring about the Armageddon. Oh, your feet would be cold, friend, because hell will freeze over if that happens. That's the Browns more than the Bengals, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the. I. I there's something interesting. There seems to be more of an alignment of Bengals fans and Lions fans than Browns fans and Lions fans, even though it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it should be Browns and Lions It should. Fans. It should. But I wonder if that disruption of the Browns franchise in Cleveland leans into that. I don't know. I don't know. But what's interesting is they get the Browns back and they play like the old Browns. <laughs> it didn't change. Right? Did you get the image yet? I did. It's just that bet. It was just the Michigan bet. Um, so oh, that's disappointing. It is, but at the same time, the anticipation was very fun. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, reminder, we will have all those games uh, this weekend on Sunday. Rams, Chiefs, or excuse me, Ravens, Chiefs, and uh, 49ers, Lions. Uh, that'll start at 2 o'clock here on 680-1057. If you're driving around, we'll have you covered on 680 or 1057. We'll have you on the app if you need it that way. Maybe on your smart speaker in the kitchen, you're doing some... Uh, some chores around the house, whatever that might be. We'll move everything to 93.9, uh, to all stations, I should say, excuse me, at 4.30 on Sunday. So no matter how you listen to this station, we will have those NFL games for you this weekend as well. On the other end, we'll do Bologna or Salami. Uh, the McDonald's All-American rosters are out. Will Rogers is staying at Washington, so that's one less domino in the QBs moving around the country. Major League Baseball has announced its Hall of Fame, and they're already making predictions about the 2024 NFL season because, of course, they are. We'll talk about all of it next here ESPN 680-1057.